Okay, doke. Good evening, everybody. So, oh wow, actually, I forgot to mute everybody. So, I, I, I official good evening, and we're gonna mute. But it's nice to hear everyone. One sec. Um, so, actually, you know, before we get right back to text, I just want one of my children. I was telling them how um, some some plans that we're, we're working on as far as whatever next year, circus. Probably not gonna happen. So much kid says to me, "Why is Corona ruining everything? Like, why can't I was waiting to do this? And why is Corona ruining things?" So just a reminder for those of us who are uh, learning to be talk on Corona is not ruining anything. Forget everything. It's not ruining anything. Um, you know, obviously we want our Kaddish should give us all of our gzeiros ava, and it should be geshmak. But to the extent Things happen to us, uh, you know. I think uh, it, my children still don't know the the three oldest supposed to go to summer camp. Will that happen? Will it not happen? If they go to camp or not, or any of the camps, by the way, getting day camp, whatever it will be, whatever happens, Corona didn't ruin anything. It, 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 it whatever happens to all of us, we will be put into the situation which is for our best. Now. That's once we've done our due diligence. We should all be davening and all be, you know, uh, uh, working on doing our, our best to stylus for our own health and uh, uh, for a, you know, for for our own prayers. Actually, I, I had a very uh, some Israeli lady who calls me here and there, uh, totally not connected to Avichad, but connected to me. Uh, so she had, she had called me before Pesach something. She called me. Today and I spoke to her briefly. She asked me how I'm doing, so I said, "If you, if, you know, she's a secular lady." I said, "If you have your health, then you can work on everything else. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything else." So I told her an old see the ship shot, and she liked it. She repeat, repeated it back to me a couple of times. So I know she liked it. So I said to her, "The Chassidim always say it's bracious bara lokimas which typically means in the beginning God created the heavens and earth." But by the Chassidim, they always say, Bereshis bara. First, you got to be healthy. Then, Zelokim. Then, you can serve God. If you're not healthy, um, you're limited in how much you, you can. If you can't get to synagogue, can't get to shul, can't, then you're limited. Of course, you'd, even in sickness, you serve Hashem. But you don't have the, the strength very often to do what you, to do what you need to be doing. So, uh, with our health and everything else, we should be working on uh, uh, making the best of situation. And then, we can serve Hashem wherever we are and whatever we are. It's very important. Uh, to the extent people I know, we talked before Pesach, all, everyone's, everyone's Pesach plans changed. Um, and we all have the opportunity for the Seder we could and should have. Now, that does not mean that everyone did what they should do. <laughs> it means they have the opportunity for the Seder that we could and should have, which, which is... Um, uh, you know, which was uh, the, the the very best uh, that, that we should have done. And if we do that, we could be successful. I'll just tell a personal story to happen to my family today. Uh, if I get in trouble at home, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Mechila. My wife, Tzadikis, so the kids are, it's, it's really, it's, you know, our, our, our chats and challenges, the kids are home uh, for weeks now. And, uh, you know, school is limited in the hours and, and even it's challenging as well. So the afternoon, it's like three or four o'clock. She said she's going to go to Point Lobos. She had seen that the beaches were going to be open and this, and it seemed to be online. She drove all the way there, 
And uh, lo and behold, uh, it was fake news. And uh, it said, you know, uh, you know, beach is closed, da da da. So his wife called me. She asked me, um, you know, under the circumstances, do I think it, you know, I think she knew the answer, but she wanted just me to, to say what, what was obvious. Is there any leniency? You know, about an hour and a half there. If other people are going on the beach anyways, apparently there were numerous people who were on the, on the beach, if she would just put the kids in an in 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 area. So I told her, I, you know, that it, it would, uh, for, you know, would, for, would she know, for, no for two reasons. Number one, it's bad for education of the kids that they can think you can be lenient in all of these things. Number two is really, if it's, that's the din, if that's, if actually saying that, then we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do it. We shouldn't do that. Even though there were, there was no health issue, she could have went to an area where no one was near, it was, even though there were people all over the place, it was a big, big area, and there's plenty of space, you could have been a hundred feet away from people. But awful peaking. So she told me, she went ahead, and uh, near the car where there's an area where you were allowed to be, there was a little beach area, lo and behold, and it was actually a permitted area. And she had, the kids had a great time. Well, they, the fact is, and my wife, they were supposed to be in that little area. They were never have supposed to have been uh, on that. There, nothing was lost. And I think just important um, because I, I was just reading uh, an article today um, about the difference between fixed and fluid expectations. I was talking about uh, more of a, a uh, I guess, financial perspective for the year ahead. And very often you have a certain amount of fixed expectations, and they're saying this is a year of complete fluid. I mean, you need to, no one knows. You really can't expect anything, um, and you should plan accordingly. Uh, so you know, for us, uh, in the fluid expectations, should be a reality, which is always the case. Which even in a time of fixed expectations, uh, is our reality, and that is is that the place. When we do what we're supposed to do, wherever we end up is where we're supposed to be. Nothing, and mamish, nothing happens to a person uh, that's not supposed to happen. No one's Pesach vacation or Pesach Seder or summer vacation gets ruined. No one's gets ruined. It's They were never have supposed to went to a hotel. Maybe they're never ever supposed to go to hotels for Pesach. That's a good argument to be made. For most people, although for some people it may be a nice idea under certain circumstances, but this year nobody was supposed to go, and Haraya they didn't go. Hashem created the the world um, where where that was not what the person was supposed to do, and so no one got ruined. It, it just that what what we thought was not what we what we needed. Um, so it's 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 important in general, and it's somewhat connected to this because we talked yesterday um, about. You know, and, and I just want to reiterate this uh, about being scared of people, uh, being scared of, of, of dangerous people, physically dangerous people. Uh, they could be in war, as we discussed at Pesukimit yesterday, or anti-Semites. Uh, it could be people who can hurt us financially, bosses, managers, the competition. Uh, if you're in small businesses, it's you know you have a store and there's a competing store opens up and you're just terrified of them. Or do you think that the person's out to get you? Uh, they're you know, on your team, and they're always bad mouthing you. Whatever it is, people have fears. And then, there's, then there are, and I say this, Rokshim, for not that much, but from experience, uh, people who are scared of all kinds of relatives. Sometimes it's you know blood relatives like parents or siblings, 
uh, or children, <laughs> or children, uh, and they, they and sometimes it's in-laws and or sister-in-laws or brother-in-laws or cousins or grandparents, and they think that they don't have their best interests and they to hurt them and that they're going to ruin their lives. Um, and so, and, you know, the, the reality is nobody can do anything to you and I. Everything comes from Hashem. And when we're in challenging, uh, difficult uh, circumstances, so, um, that, they are just the sticks. They're just the shluchim. From Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they, 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 of course, Hashem is v'galgan, choyv ayde chayv v'zaka de'zaka. So that bad things happen through bad people. That they're, they're, they get the opportunity to do bad things, and good people get to do mitzvahs. That 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 they're usually the intermediary, the shluchim uh, of that. I I'll, actually I'll never forget. I had mentioned uh, past week about my chronic fatigue syndrome. Well. The shliach, and I think I got, I'll tell you how I got better. Uh, the the shliach was it was a remarkable. I don't remember if I did or did. I don't think I did. Uh, it was a remarkable guy. This guy, his name was um, Doctor Strauss. It was, some, it was over twenty years ago. I forgot his first name. He was in his mid or late sixties at that time, um, and it's twenty two, twenty three years ago, um, and he. And I went to conventional medicine, I went to um, doctors, and I tried out this diet and this diet, and sleep, I actually did something which I, which was like, at first very hard for me to do, get seven, six, seven, eight, and sometimes even, I don't think I got eight, but six, seven hours of sleep, and I tried to sleep it off, I couldn't even fall asleep, when I wanted to, I couldn't sleep so much, uh, but, you know, nothing, none of this stuff worked, so somebody told me, um, that uh, there's a doctor in Palm Beach who he knows a few people, and this person I had nothing to do with. Just one day he said to me, a guy didn't live in Miami Beach, he was from North Miami Beach, he was traveling, and he was coming to the Kylo, I was learning the Kylo there. So he, he, the fact that I even had this conversation with him was, you know, at, at, you know a little bit whatever. Um, and he said, oh, by the way, there's a Dr. Strauss in Palm Beach. I'd seen this guy multiple times over the couple months I was in Miami Beach, and he's helped some people. So with this, so I looked at this guy, Doctor Strauss, and he was—he had a Palm Beach. You know, he—he he was a remarkable guy. The guy, um, I grew up Satmar Hasidic, uh, and we really went off as a kid, and then you know, in the nineteen fifties, uh, ended up uh, being in—I uh, think it was in Vietnam or Korea, one of the wars. I think I, think I had—I'm sure I got figure out by the years. Most likely, if it was twenty years, probably it was the Korean War. I think it was the Korean War, and then he spent time in the. It was a POW. Ended up spending time in the Far East, learning acupuncture, learning acupuncture, and then he learned chiropractic in America. And he had this practice, and it was like the weirdest practice. It was like you would go there. It was in Palm Beach, which is a very, very um, wealthy area, very Jewish area as well, but very, very wealthy. Um, and the office was either like elderly put together ladies, like very wealthy ladies, or Hasidim, and like people flying in from like Borough Park and all of these places. And you'd have to tell them there, and the worst magazines on the other side, like you can never see. So uh, I remember I went to him, you had to wait two hours to get an appointment. Even you had an appointment, you get, then you waited two hours there. So you actually had to say to him. And the first thing he ever said to me, he says to me, looks at me, he says, I mean, 
He had plenty of chassidim coming to New York to see him. It's a zugnir, like a talmei um, told me what the problem is. I told him my problem. Actually, I did I think I did tell a story because I remember it now. But he said to me, "This is where I'm you know." He said to me, "They tell me they I mean the Chassidim tell him, 'Ich bin a good shliach. I'm a good shliach. Um, that the, the, he's not Doctor Strauss. You know this guy, this Jew who grew up, uh, you know, and ended up had a really wild lifestyle, wild life, who ended up." Having a practice on Palm Beach and became a POW, became a chiropractor. Um, um, he's used to shliach. I mean, I don't know if he fully believed it at the time, uh, but he certainly said that to me. And, and whether he said, believed it or not, that's the truth. He he was just a shliach, which means the, the following thing. Actually, and I think if I said the story, I would have said the following. When I walked out of there, my mother said to me, "For sure, he's a quack." Like because he like he did like. One thing about acupuncture, and it is like this uh, chiropractor, my mother said for sure, I, I, I'm sure it's a quack also. But the only thing that was weird is I had, when I was younger, I played basketball like crazy, and I jammed in my left thumb numerous times. Like I'm bending my thumb now, I was not able to bend my thumb at all. I was only able to go like this because I had jammed it so many times, and I always had like a sensation here of pain. Um, so I asked him, I feel here anyways. Or could you fix my thumb too? So this is what he does. He does the chiropractor me, like he does like one or two movements, and he like did some manipulation with uh, acupuncture. Uh, that was the only time he met. He did acupuncture on me that time. I did. I did go to him a few more times. He did some other kind of chiropractor thing, uh, and I said. So I, I figured. I said he didn't even touch my thumb. So I said to him as he's walking in the office, like a ten minute appointment. I said, "What about my thumb?" He said, "I fixed that too." And I was able to bend my thumb. I couldn't believe it. I was able to bend this thumb. I couldn't have bent for about 16 months, 18 months, whatever before. And I realized it was in pain. Um, so, actually, no, it, happened. it was more than 16. It was, actually, it was a few years because I was 22. I, it was since I was in high school that that, that, that had been. I, uh, so it was, it was a few years. It was all actually, it, it, was, it was hurting. Um, and so, whatever happened, you know, it, I, it, he, he did, after a few weeks of going to him, I did get better. Um, but here's the thing. He was a shliach. He was a shliach at that time. To my, for whatever reason, I had to have... Well, I'll tell you, actually, amazingly, it was because that I had Epstein-Barr that I ended up coming back uh, to Miami Beach and spending a few three months in the winter there. Uh, before, before, uh, between I graduated Yeshiva University, finished the Yeshiva, and I went that right after Pesach to meet the Mir Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. So I, that's what time I was at the Baba Verebba. I spent my the longest time those three months as a bacher. In the past since I was seventeen, that was the longest time I was home. I remember my sister, who now has several uh, uh, several kids. She was a teenager then. She's when I was going to Yeshiva in the Mir. She's she's my youngest sibling. I'm the oldest. So I'm going to miss you. She got used to me. She was a little kid when I left the house. So whatever reason, I was supposed to a, go home. Um, and when the day I was supposed to get better, or, or that process was supposed to start, I met this person who told me about this other person. And that's what fixed it. It, 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 it could have been Dr. Seuss. It didn't have to be Dr. Strauss. But, uh, but Dr. Strauss was the shluch. And the point I'm just stressing here is that my thumb, for whatever reason at that time, was supposed to get better, and I had to go to the Mir Yeshiva. My my future was waiting me. I'm not joking, by the way, because 
the fact that I went to the Nir Yeshiva had a great impact on my life to this day. Um, a very great impact. And I had to also be Miami Beach. So Dr. Strauss was just the medium for all of that. And every person we meet, um, he obviously had some schus, some merit, that he got to, to heal people. Um, but he was just a shliach. He was just the person in the, in the middle. And everyone we are is like that. So um, the people we meet is not them. It's Hashem. We meet the best people. We go for the best situation, but it's Hashem. Uh, th- therefore, it's an amazing thing we're talking about, you know, being scared of people or realizing, thinking people are, are, are the 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 the, the, so the medium of person's success or failure. So, if Hashem Yaakov, so going back to our original question, that Yaakov was scared. Why is he scared? Yaakov? Yaakov is the emblem of the Merkava. He is the ultimate person who um, reaches Shlemus. So much so that Yaakov is who Chazal say reached the Madriga of Adam, of Adam before the sin. How in the world is Yaakov scared? No, he's scared. He's scared of Esau. So we said, that, oh, maybe he's scared of Esau, had a merit to keep it on the aim. Maybe he's scared that Esau was an heir to Israel, and he was like, oh, come on, Yaakov Aminu! We are B'nai Israel. We are the children of Jacob. Beis Yaakov. The house of Jacob. B'nai Israel, the house of Israel. The children of Israel. What shaykh is scared? He was Yirahaya Menachet. Still Yaakov, because he was Yaakov, realized how damaging. See, we sometimes lack. It's, we're not, we're not, not handling right now Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Um, but we sometimes, the reason we don't do full tshuva is we don't appreciate how damaging, how utterly damaging chatayim sins are. If we'd if we be cognizant of that, we'd be aware of that, we wouldn't sin way less. We'd be very careful. We'd have a chit. I mentioned the beach. There's no one on the beaches now, but, you know, some of those people go on vacations. Ugh, crazy, mishugayim. They go on vacations, they bring their husbands, their eyes. Do you know how weak men are? Weak men are. They, they, they can see with their eyes. You know, it's it's they put their put their husbands or their sons in the shamas, the worst sites in the world, or on the internet, the worst sites in the world. You know, or yes, I hate a person kashras. You know, well, it's kind of kosher, maybe kosher. It's, some say it's okay. I saw machlekes. This site says oh, it's okay. This site it's not okay. You want to take a chance of that? Maybe it's not okay. People with medicine, they, if they have one bad report, they don't take it. All of a sudden, cautious. You know, it's like, oh, maybe I can be lenient. Sometimes people ask me a question and they fight me on it. Like, Rabbi, don't, what are you asking me for? You know, I'm telling you it's not good. Or I, I usually, it's very, very rarely do people ask me, it's flat out not good, it's not recommended. But if it's not recommended, uh, can I still have it? What do you mean? Why would you want something that's not recommended? Do you do that with medicine? Would you do that with your health? Why is there in a shama if something's not recommended? Is it a good idea to even take a, 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 a chance of a chance, right? Which is going to affect your whole ruchnius. Well, it's just, but I can't. I bought it already. You bought it for $6 in Safeway. That's the definitive. I bought it already. Or I got it on Amazon. I can't return it. Oh, come on. This is what you're concerned about? No, I can tell you. Maybe it's motor. Where's the year sachit? Where's the fear of sin in this? You know, if it's something's okay, 100%, don't go, no one's, no one's saying not to eat something that's okay. You don't have to be machmer on the Sunday of Chumrah, but if there's really a legitimate concern, it's not recommended. This heksher, the standard is not a great heksher. 
So you would want to go to a surgeon where the standard is not great. I wouldn't want to go to such a surgeon. You would go to a facility where the food, where the, it could be toxic, maybe yes, maybe no. Would you do ever do that? Where they have weak standards of supervision of, of putting carcinogens in there? No, I don't think anyone would do that. But it's, it's like Yaakov. So Yaakov, when sin, he get far away from sin. And God forbid if he ever did sin, oh my goodness. He is tshuva hafla. So Yaakov, his fear of sins. He thought maybe because of my sins, I can't be, I can't have bitachon. Hashem, uh, but when he thought about it, the tochen of Hashem, even tikva, the hope, as we discussed previously, the bitochen, it raises a person above all that's right. If he was not skinned, that's what the Pasuk says, that charadas adam yitin moikesh, that the Fears of a person become the stumbling block. Is a the, the Gemara talks about a person who was attacked by a lion because he was scared. There's a whole long Gemara I do right now. But a person who has faith in a Kaddish Baruch he rises above his faith, his bitachon. And as I discussed many times already, it's on a rational level um, because if you have bitachon, you are empowered physically and metaphysically. And as a supernatural matter, uh, a supernatural level. Hashem blesses you as a reward for your bitachon. Um, the pasuk actually says when they go to war, the mashuach hamilchama. There's a kohen, the number two kohen, would go out to the soldiers, uh, and this was the prerequisite for a Jewish army who's scared, who's weak of heart. Pirsh ayara ad shurach levav. Because if you're scared, if you're chicken, you're going to get people around you scared. Like, you know, going back to, uh, on a crew level, uh, my basketball discussion, uh, I remember when you, when you play uh, basketball, uh, you know, one of the things you would do is, you, you would psych yourself up. Psych yourself up. What do you mean? What are you psyching yourself up? What do you Banging the lockers and go, oh, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. Because well, if you come in, oh, if you come into the basketball and you're like this, oh my goodness, we're gonna get killed. Come out! You see these, these guys are six for ten, and we're six, five for ten. Come out! Are you, you, you will get killed. <laughs> you will get, you get slaughtered. You're like, you have no self confidence. You're gonna go into a game like that. No, you gotta come in. We're gonna win. We're, you know, it's like yourself. Why? Because there's a certain, on a, on a natural level, getting the supernatural, getting the schuss of it. Um, that, that you are, are more confident. Well, if you're, when you're nervous, not just you make yourself nervous, you make other people nervous. I'm just, again, just to reiterate, don't speak to maniacs right now. Any, what's a maniac? A maniac is the average person in the news who believes or doesn't believe in Hashem and everything is gloom and doom and the end of the world. Um, you know, we should be aware of the, the fact, there are certain facts that we should be aware of. Face value, things do look challenging uh, in the landscape. But the guy's barking. One minute can change. Mom should one minute can change, and nobody knows the future. No, two months ago, February twenty eighth, right? Nobody would have known what's happening today. Nobody would have known. Dream. No one knows the future. No one knows the future. So anyone who talks like that, my mind is some sugar. I'm a maniac. I know that's most of the world right now. Um, don't listen to them. You know, stay. 
stay away from all from from, from, from that because they'll make you nervous. Right? Again, don't it doesn't mean to put it be an ostrich and put your head on the pillow and say, oh well, let me go. Everything's everything's fine and dandy. No, there are there's a reality right now we're in. No, there are war here by the way. <laughs> you could die. It's not it's not a joke, right? But it means what by a Jewish army they were not scared because they they had to be talkon. They had to be talkon means there were always casualties. People died, but the bitachon was is that that number one is whatever happens to me is min hashemayim, right? It's min hashemayim, and I can be makavah. I can have tikva that we're going to win and we're going to be successful. Hashem wants us to vesma rolo tirovelo saritzu as Hashem tzvachos Hashem takti. Ah, one second, let's go backwards. Excuse me. We talkan shumanim beemeske kobi Hashem avamim neishlo gidol nafsho. Especially when it's war, it's possible guys in the Orthodox guy, a big yamaka going out to the war, big yamaka, a nice kashmaka tzitzis, you know, with all the chumras, uh, and he believes in Hashem, and it, 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 but. His he's low gidel nafsho b'ni madreis v'dachon. It's possibly that really he doesn't really have that b'dachon. Es rach levavo v'nichas tivo. Um and you know because some some people are also by nature more pachtonim. There are people who are warriors. Um by nature they're warriors. They, you know that's just like the people are by nature lazy or. Or have a more pleasant demeanor, and some people by nature can't. We have to work on it. But this person, for whatever reason, even though they're 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 there, they're not. It's not here. And so it, those are the people that Kolmashuk says you should not be going to war. You're not what the Jewish army needs. Now that's that these laws of army for various reasons are not so as or as germane today. Um, but that was the reality that we were going to war, uh, and that and and, they, and, they, and even so, it was all about bitachon. It was all about having faith. And Yaakov Avinu also, even though he had such Yerush Shemaim, such Yerush Sachet, maybe I don't deserve to win. No, he's the Bitochon. Even the Bitochon is always greater. It's more, always more powerful than that. And that's why we can believe on, on Rosh Hashanah about a good Din V'Cheshman, a good judgment, because we have faith in Hashem and Hashem's Chesed. Va'inyan, just going back, Hamachur Mashanem, where it says, Charadis Adin Yitin Mukah, that the the fears of a person, they cause the stumbling. That you're scared of man. Right? I'm actually, I'm learning, uh, I, amazing, amazing, Daniel. Daniel, what a safe. If you haven't learned Daniel, I feel bad for you. I'm always so bad. Like, such a, how do you, if you haven't learned the safe for Daniel, uh, I mean, even, even just uh, this crude, I mean, you know, Daniel is one of the most popular names uh, in in Israel. Like, why would you not know who Daniel was? I mean, his nevuas, or it's about Mashiach. It's interesting stuff. And Daniel is an unbelievable thing. But the sefer starts off with them being taken. Daniel, Hanani, Mishal, Azariah being taken for the service of Nebuchadnezzar. You know, Nebuchadnezzar is short. A little guy. He's short. He was a midget. Uh, you know, and people were were, were t- at the beginning of the, of the sefer, second parak. Uh, they have he has his dream and and, 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 he, and he forgot his dream, uh, and basically he told all the chachmei bavel, either you tell me my dream and the answer, I'm going to kill you all, uh, and they 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 couldn't they said if you tell us the dream, we can give you the answer, and and of course they start getting killed, and it's Daniel who asks for some time, and he goes to Chaim Shalom and they daven, and Daniel gets the the dream and the answer, uh, and that of course is the, with the four kingdoms uh, dream, but the point is. This 
you can look at this short midget and like who's your boss is balding. I think it's balding. I'm not thinking. Anyone who's uh, in my camp should not be offended. Right? Um, you know, uh, what are you nervous about? Like this, this buster of them. This person can get COVID tomorrow. Like this, a human, a bum. You know, four hundred pound guy. What are you scared about? You petite guy. What are you scared? Of? This guy, do you know, he has diabetes. Like he, this is a Superman you're scared about. Or the guy on the on the front lines, you know, is a huge guy. Like, you, don't you think that one bullet by mistake can hit him and, and kill him? Why do you so be? That, but but to actually put your fear into this person doesn't mean again proper precaution. But to believe that this guy, this is the person who will decide my fate. This random dude on the street, or this person in the office, who, who you know, I mentioned. I mentioned that, that how I ended up meeting Dr. Strauss. It could have been Dr. Seuss, but not Dr. Strauss. And he was a shliach. Um, You know, everyone um, will meet the people that they could and should meet. Uh, the, the fact is, so you have some boss in, in your company who was an immigrant, and why did he emigrate, and how did he end up in your company? There's a hundred other companies, or he's not an immigrant, but he's from Europe, or well, yeah, make him an immigrant too. Uh, or he moved from, you know, New York or Chicago, and he had this, and... Pop, he ends up here by just some fate. This guy is your boss, and maybe 20 years ago he didn't have, didn't have a good relationship with a Jewish person, so he doesn't like you because you're Jewish. Maybe he doesn't do the Jewish, he doesn't like the way you look. Maybe he's just a mean guy, you know, maybe it's a lady and she doesn't like men. Maybe it's a man, he doesn't like ladies. Well, maybe, right? Um, actually, most men like ladies, so it's probably the opposite. Um, but it could be both ways. Maybe he's misogynist, there you go. So, whatever it may be. So you think that your whole life is because this bum, this this or this lady, this this you know, she's out to get you, he's out to get you. That's your deciding fate in life. That, that is a serious sin. That is a reason why punishment itself can come, because the charalas alamita and maikesh is a reason you've lost focus on hakadosh baruch You think, you think. That it's this person by chance ends up at your boss, or the guy who's driving on the corner and ends up on your block, the criminal, uh, or or you're in this situation because just mamish again from Wuhan, China. Whether it was a mistake, whether it's intentional, whether the guy went to a market or a bunch of bats, like, get out of town. That itself, that itself is the reason of your of your stumbling. It's chayv nafsho. You're 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 eating treif. You're eating treif. Not you're not eating treif. You're thinking treif. That's you're destroying your neshama. And that is the, the cause. Like you know, be talking is can be the merit that causes your success. Pachad of humans could be the reason why you're punished by those humans. Actually, you know, we talk about self fulfilling prophecy. And lecha, there is nothing more re, more real than this. You actually could cause your own destruction, uh, not just in your mindset of how you think, but you empower your enemies. Uh, you actually make it much worse for you. It's proper not to be scared of Basir Vedam, of human beings. And you should strengthen yourself with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you have faith in Hashem, you will be exalted. 
minatsara from all from the from the from the, from the tragedy, from the difficulty, from the reality that you're in. Bishara bitachon, in the merit of bitachon, in the schar of bitachon. You know, I was dealing with recently a case, and I said, you know, the person said, well, this person should like drop dead. I said, oh, drop dead. Let the person just move. Tomorrow, that person can move. Right? Someone wants to buy their house, let something happen. Things can change in one second. In one minute. You know, what are you giving people clothes first? They can move, they can get married, they can get this, they can, they can, someone in a relative can die, and they have to move for that reason. They can get another job offer. Right? What are you, what are you, you're nervous, you're scared of a, of a person? It's all Hashem. The AFLP. And even if the tzara's were level, and you're actually in a, in a challenging, in a difficult situation, the tzara's were level. It looks pretty dark and gloomy and bad, and you're in a real bad situation. People always are trying to get to the ruler, you know, and but ultimately the real judgment comes from Kadosh Baruch Hu. It's not the chanufa. It's not the flattery. It's not. Of course, again, I, I, it's a, there's a fine line. It's a, you know, it's a quote of Nachman Yisrael, Kol Holam Kulo, Geshet Tzamod. All of this world is an, a narrow bridge. We need to be, our, our obligation is to do what we need to do, to be Matzliach, to be successful. But to know that it's all from Hashem. So if you want to fundraise, right, you have to fundraise. I mean, if you're a Shurim Baruchai, you can live in a cave, come Lagba Omer, and get Boxer. Um, I, I personally, I, I, if I be a Rishon I would not get Boxer, but uh, I'm not far from Rishon Berachai. I would, I don't like Boxer. Who likes Boxer? But Rishon Berachai was able to survive on Boxer because uh, he's a tzaddik. You say, and he was in a situation, and he would probably, if he wanted to sit in, in a cave, I wouldn't send the money. We fundraise like that. But normal human beings, if you want to fundraise, you have to meet people with money. That's the rule. And you can't, you can't fundraise from the homeless. They're not going to give you. Or maybe if you're Rishon Berachai, because it's a homeless from the lottery, you get the lottery, but. Normal humans, and that won't work. And so you need to go with people with money, and you have to get them to buy in. You got to explain to them why your cause is just and why they are the ones who should be supporting. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of thought. But ultimately, it's not this person. If your organization is supposed to get the money, you'll get the money. If it's not whatever you say, you won't get it. And it's that way in everything in life. So we need to do our due justice. But it's Hashem Mishpah It's from Hashem is the ultimate Mishpah. Mi'at v'tir me'enashiyamos. Person goes, but you're scared of man. You will die for that reason alone. He's a mishiflas ha'anafesh. is an unbelievable thing. That's for the loneliness of the neshama. That you you put your faith and your hope in man. Even the Currency in America, in God we trust. I actually, I, I truly believe one of the schusim, one of the, the merits of America's uh, continued, and Mitch Hashem will have reforced economy, the currency says in God we trust. In more than anything else, uh, I, I would wish the hospitals would say in God we trust also, because you can imagine, it's up to me. That's an amazing schus for this country. It says, in God we trust. I don't think people, too many people think about it, but you can look at it. In God we trust. It's not me. It's not Mr. So-and-so. It's in Hashem. Right? Now, if you want to make money, you have to do a solace. Don't do, don't do a bad business deal um, 
you know, right now, I don't think it's a good time to open a restaurant. You'd be crazy to open a restaurant right now. Um, but, you know, whatever you have, you have it in God, you trust to make the right decisions. And if, you're gonna, and if you don't, it's actually from the lowliness of your soul. To trust in yourself, or in Marty, or in Brian, or in Mary, or in Miriam, or in Warren Buffett, or in Bill Gates, or in Donald Trump, or, Bill, or in whoever your, 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 your superhero is, you're making a terrible... Terrible mistake, you know. Um, I, look, look at the presidents both now. It's going to be between. I, I, it's surreal to think Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. I'm not talking about their policies. I don't, as you know, I'm my opinions. But like either of these people, either of these people, people uh, are going to put their hopes in these candidates, their dreams. I will vote unequivocally in one way. I, I strongly believe in one of the policies and don't another way. But either they're both older men. They can get COVID. They can get a heart attack. One maybe even getting a scene. I want Thomas Thomas Shigana. I'm like, this is who you're putting your faith in. I actually think that like part of this is this is you put your faith in these people. Either of them, right? There's, there, there, I mean, anyone who thinks that Shigana, I mean, actually, I made it easy. Sometimes you have a charismatic, uh, articulate person um, who you like their ideas and they, you believe that they're they're your uh, Yeshua over there, your your savior. Um, but here clearly not. Right? It's and actually, if you do do that, even if it's a very charismatic person, um, it, you know, um, it's mishiflas hanefesh. I remember when Bibi Netanyahu, Bibi Netanyahu, I mean, the man's had, uh, you know, has a long conversation. But I remember in 1996 when he was elected. Uh, I was in yeshiva when he actually lost to uh, Barack. I remember I was in the mirror then. Uh, but I remember he was elected, they were saying, they took him to the Kosal, and they said, B, B, Melech is, I mean, you saw thousands of his supporters, because he beat Perez, like, the, the, uh, the, a night, it was one thing, in the morning, it was right after Abed was killed, I'm not sure people remember this, and they took him on shows, B, B, Melech Yisrael, uh, and you hear the way people speak, uh, you know, forgetting all, anything, but, so B, B, Netanyahu is not the, it, it, none of these people are, it's all Hashem. Right? I mean, these people could make an error, like in kill millions. You know, terribly. We know we need Hashem for everything in this world. If you put your faith in human beings and kings, it's actually it's it's a big avera. It's a big lowliness of the soul. I told you, I have two quotes of Bitochan in my office for I don't know several years already. It's over here. One of them is this line over here. And I, and, I, and I keep these two things to remind myself, not just now, but always, tru, truisms in this world. So I have exactly those one, two, three, four, five, six words with Rebbeinu Yonah Mishle Gimel Chafal. That a person who's scared of man forgets Hashem. You cannot, if you put your fear of man, then you are forgetting about Hashem. It's like water and fire. Right? It means a kayira min ha'adam. If you are scared of a person, this is important always in life. Whenever you're scared of a person, you are forgetting about Hashem. Kayira min ha'adam is sheicheyach as Hashem isparach. A person who's scared of man is meila is automatically forgetting Hashem. That doesn't when a person sees a scary situation or person. What does that mean? It's that you should turn to Hashem. <laughs> it means I got a daven. I got a merit. I got to make a decision. Hashem's putting me in the situation. It's Hashem putting me in the situation. It's not Han at the office or 
Gindi or 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 Brad or whoever or Maria or Tracy whoever it is or Shloimo or Baruch or Yehnesin uh, it's none of them it, it's all Hashem doesn't make a difference that the, the person's a rebel right even a rabbi by the way and it doesn't know with, with ra- parents teachers is covered and there's Yira as far as the, the, their connection to Torah but it's not they're not going to make and break you. It's Hashem who will. Um, and so I have this by me because it's such an easy thing to mess up. And Khalila, a person wants to forget about Hashem. Tell the religious Jews here. Yeah, and other I'll just tell you the other quote I have because we're not going to do it. Is is a Mordechai Melchovitch. Mordechai Melchovitch died in 1810. Uh, he was an early Hasidic leader. So, um, he was a. It was, it was the end of the Mami so the end of the second generation of the Hasidic movement, and he was the uh, spiritual founder of the Slanim, like Nasiva Shalom, the Slanim Hasidus, and the Kobrin Hasidus, both both Lithuanian Hasidic groups. So Mokhar al says the following: without Hashem, you can't even cross the the I'm blanking, of course. Uh, the lintel of your home. V'ima Kaddish Baruch Hu, Ev Shulav Kosayam, but with Hashem you can even split the sea. V'liya Kaddish Baruch Hu without Hashem, and I actually first saw this quote uh, in Rabbi Grossman, Rabbi Yitzhak David Grossman, who is the the founder of Migdal Or, uh, in Migdal Emek, Chief Rabbi Migdal Emek, one of, the, one of the most righteous people I've met in my life, person who won the Israel Prize, Tzadik Yisrael Oilam, and as he was giving a tour of Migdal Emek a few years ago, I known him for many years, uh, for over twenty years. But I was up there. He was giving me a tour, and I saw this quote on the wall of the school: "That Valiyah Kaddish Baruch without Hashem, he efshar laver as miftal. You can't even cross your door without Hashem. You get you have nowhere. You can't do anything. Valiyah Kaddish Baruch with Hashem, you can even split the sea. All is possible when you're with Hashem. All is shayich. And so, therefore, going back to my quote, I was mentioning a person who's Scared a man forgets Hashem. Shaykhes Hashem is Baruch Shemar. The Tishkach, as the Pasuk says, and you forgot Hashem Yisecha. You forgot Hashem, your Creator. Pirish Baroyis Chasat Tzara Kriva, which means to say, if you see the Tzara that's uh, coming to you, Umuchenes Venivtsa Meoyin Mizimas Hatzalasa, Vayechamas Hametzik, and you're worried about the situation, and you know you forget it. You know you're scared of the person. You're scared of the, the matzav. You should. What you really should have um, realized is that often these things happen with or Hashem is sparch in One second, in one second, you know. You look at Israel on the eve of the Six Day War. We know what happened, but it was it was they. It was like it, it was could have been destroyed. Right, in the end of May, they were they were they were predicting Israel's dis- destruction. You know, I, I said this. You know, they were putting, uh, they they actually consecrated major parks in Tel Aviv for mass deaths. And two weeks later, they were dancing in front of the Kaisal, dancing in front of the Kaisal, doing marching. You know, all across the you know what's taking Huda and the West Bank. How did that happen? In one minute. Hashem is right in one minute, in one iota, things can change. And to remember, everything is up to Hashem. 
You know, we live in a time where it's fluid. And there, there, there are always scary people, but there's also it's a scary time uh, for many people. The Yiddish, the Jewish reaction, it, what brings bracha and not klala, is when we remember the truth. And the truth is, no human being could hurt us, and no COVID could hurt us. Everything comes from Hashem. And that's where Bitochan, and that's where hope grew from. Okay, we'll hold to you, everybody, and we will pick up tomorrow night. So, Lila Tov. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Bye bye.